This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Booty and the Binge. My name is Jinu and with me I have my dear dear friend Adi. Hi Adi. Hey Jinu, hey everyone. I hope everyone is in a great state and enjoying the season, enjoying the month and the weather. This the season. This the season. Before we dive into that, uh, let me just introduce our first-time listeners to what this podcast is all about. So this is a podcast where two queer folks from India talk about their very gay lives and they also talk about uh, a show, a movie or a documentary or a, a short film, a piece of queer content and we give you our verdict as to whether or not you should binge this movie slash everything else or not. Uh, so stick around for that. So yeah, this is the season, Adi. It's the season of Christmas. It's the season of Mariah Carey. How are you feeling? It's my favorite season. It's my favorite time of the year. And I'm not even uh, Christian. (laughs) And I'm not even... You know, like for us Indians, I don't know why. I think it's because of media and uh, the westernization of media. It's because of Disney Channel. Let's be real about it. Yes, yeah. Disney Channel made us love Christmas. And I like that. You know, I have a Christmas tree. I'm going for Christmas uh, tree decoration shopping tomorrow. And I'm really excited about that. Oh, so cool. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a theme this time. I don't know why. Maybe I'm a little late to the party. But the theme for my Christmas tree this time is Frozen. So it's going to be white but sparkly and then a little bit of hologram effect to it. Oh my god, that's so amazing. I'm really excited to see your Christmas tree now. Yes, Uh, we will make sure that uh, we take a snap and put it up on Instagram so that our followers can see what i'm sure. talking about absolutely we'll do that we'll and, do that and we need some yeah. some social media posts because we have not been posting anything on social media yeah i mean the whole reason me uh you know not really being social is the instagram reels and how annoying they are like constantly their music just playing in my head <laughs> and i'm sure like you know i think all instagram reels are flooded with christmas songs so I don't want to ruin that for myself. They are not. Right now it's everything Balcha, it's Jugnu and it's um, another song that I'm not going to mention because it's from my company. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll keep that sealed. We'll keep it under wraps. <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah. Do you guys, do you have any kind of Christmas traditions that you have been following since childhood? Um, decorating the Christmas tree is one. So because I've always studied in a Christian or uh, specifically a Catholic school, like after coming to Bombay, I studied at a Protestant Christian school, but still it has always been uh, a Christian school. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the practice of decorating the Christmas tree as an activity has always been there even if it was at school i was pretty much a part of it 
and then i would come back home and decorate any plant you know i would get my hands on so once i've also decorated money plant by just like putting decorations <laughs> on it so that has been a tradition i think uh, when i was a kid and i used to believe in santa claus my uncle and my dad would just like bring gifts a night before and put it under our bed or our pillows uh but now that i've started earning i feel that it's my responsibility to uh you know pay back and get them gifts this time you should also uh, dress up as you get them gifts like do like a proper yeah. beard and like maybe uh, like a very uh, extravagant santa claus you can be like a more fabulous yeah. version of a santa claus like mariah carey <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, i'm planning to do that you know a little bit of fur and a little yeah, bit yeah. of like red velvet and and a black belt just to and like some swarovski crystals <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and you know imagine like my dad is sleeping but at 4 am he gets to see me in that look like, oh. <laughs> he will get the best surprise absolutely life. i can i can do that and i have the time to like actually order my costume from amazon and like make it happen what about you do you have any christmas traditions Well, same like you. Uh, we also had a Christmas tree at our house growing up. Uh, unlike you, I didn't go to a convent school or a prost- uh, Christian school like that. Uh, I went to a very traditional Indian school. But then, like I said, a uh, Disney Channel had such a big infl- influence on me. <laughs> I still love celebrating Christmas at home. So, uh, and I was a very uh, weirdo that way. I used to uh, like. have very weird christmas decorations like i would just use a lot of waste material and create like aliens and stuff out of that and my christmas tree would have aliens on it like think about chromatica like i was so visionary i thought of chromatica when i was a kid <laughs> by the way to all our listeners to all our listeners i would like to tell them that genu is probably the most creative human being and by creative i mean Aww. somebody who's really good with art and craft specifically because i i have seen what he did for ganesh chaturthi which is a very important festival for us in india where uh, you know if you if you really want to you get to like make every single decorate decoration piece from scratch and jinu uh, did that So if he also you know does it for Christmas or has been doing it for Christmas I won't be surprised to know that. <laughs> thank you thank I you so much for saying want. that. Uh, but that Christmas tree died. So <laughs> since then we have not been celib- like not been decorating Christmas tree at our house uh, in memory of that Christmas tree so <laughs> but anyway yeah. i also enjoy christmas a lot i uh, love listening to christmas uh, christmas songs of course all i want uh, want for christmas is you is my all time favorite song i listen to that song on loop every single day uh, one of my all time favorite songs uh, not just during the christmas season but but like all year around this is really the season of happiness i would say not just because of christmas maybe also because the year is coming to an end i i just that mm. things go really well and next year is amazing when well, we, we do have, have a few plans yeah. for next year adi so let's keep our fingers crossed and hope those plans mm-hmm. come true mm-hmm. hope our yes. wishes come true we know what to ask yes. santa this year <laughs> mm-hmm. and we better be in his good books honey 
<laughs> that's difficult but we'll we'll do some jugad don't worry <laughs> yeah. so even though we are talking about christmas right now uh, the podcast is about queer shows so <laughs> yeah. we are going to talk yeah, about yeah. The... <laughs> let's get back to yeah. queer content and the show uh, or rather the movie we are going to be talking about today is uh, your name engraved herein uh, the movie is available on netflix uh, adi do you want to introduce our listeners to the movie sure so um unlike most times when jinu introduces me to a film and i land up watching it and i'm amazed and i'm like totally like going gaga over it this time it was the other way around i suggested a film to jinu i don't think that he's gone gaga over it but at least i suggested something so that's that's no, i did go gaga over it i did love the movie but yeah we'll talk about okay. that later huh okay. we'll <laughs> talk about it um so the the film uh, the name is your uh, name engraved here in uh it stars edward chen zeng uh, jinghua leon dai it's a taiwanese film by the way taiwan is the only uh, country in south of asia which has legalized same sex marriage so for uh, for that country this film was very very important uh, uh, about the plot of the film uh, it revolves around two uh, key characters jehan and birdy uh both of them meet at an all boys catholic school um they very quickly become fast friends they have a lot of shared interests especially their interest for music and uh, their interests were just goofing around eventually they fall in love but at the same time taiwan was going through a lot of societal changes um and there was a lot of prevalent homophobia uh, which kind of uh, suppressed uh you know these two boys to actually come to terms to their sexuality and accept their love for each other and in the film we see them eventually suffer a lot because they can't be together uh for real uh but uh, i think the most important uh, part of the film uh for me is the ending where uh, about you know 10 to 20 years down the line i don't remember exactly how many years but uh, you know they they land up meeting each other again and uh, you know kind of like just get to spend time again together uh, so yeah i'm sorry i think i'm blabbering but i found this story amazing and uh, many many reasons for why i find it amazing and i think i'll discuss about that uh, jinu what are your thoughts So the movie is set in um I think 1969 if I'm not wrong the time yeah. of the movie is yeah. set in 1969 1970 that uh, that's the 19... yeah in 1980s actually so that's 80... when the martial law ended oh, okay yeah. sorry uh 1980 cool yeah. uh so when I was watching this movie I think this is one topic I have touched upon in one of our previous episodes also how queer content is very universal in nature be it geography but in this case it's time as well like it's a story from such a long time back but still the story feels very relatable uh, be it uh, the experience of growing up as a queer person uh, be it falling in love as a queer person uh, falling uh, like finding that first t- taste of love and then the heartbreak and the challenges that every queer person faces in their lives uh, i think all of those things have remained 
somehow constant so uh, yeah. that was uh, in a way fascinating for me and in a way i think this is also something i have mentioned before uh, i grew up in a smaller town and uh, in the place where i come from in schools uh, even though i didn't go to like a all boys school but in the school there was like a very clear distinction between where boys sit where girls sit girls do this boys do that that kind of divide was very clear and uh, it was such a traditional school that they actually used to celebrate raksha bandhan at school and each girl used to tie rakhis to all the guys <laughs> i'm not even kidding they used to have like a proper ceremony for that <laughs> so I'm that sure. kind of setup I'm i came from so uh, mm-hmm. when i was watching this movie and this movie has also has a premise where they just opened up the schools to uh, uh, to girls as well like earlier girls were not allowed to i think uh, get a matriculation degree but then uh, during this time period while uh, the lead characters are at school that uh, avenue opens up and then uh, you have a situation where all the teenagers uh who are coming of age are having experiences where uh, they are feeling attraction towards of course i mean the guys who are attracted to girls but then there are also two teenagers who are attracted to each other two boys who are being attracted to each other and the confusion that they go through the inner guilt that they feel whenever that is happening i think all of that was very relatable and uh, even though the story is from so long time back somehow it felt like just like my childhood so i was very amazed by that yeah um i feel so th- there were a lot of intricacies in the whole storytelling and the film um which uh, you know uh, like when patrick uh, kuang hui uh, liu the director of the film uh, he himself uh, coming from the queer community uh, has lived those kind of experiences was around when uh, you know the, the the taiwanese society was transforming um and he pretty much experienced you know like there, there is no like uh, proven uh, literature around that this entire movie was based on his experiences but um, one can see that uh, this movie is so accurate that a queer person must have written and made it absolutely uh, so really really small details like for instance it's very interesting to see how these two boys they know that they really like each other they know that you know they are attracted towards each other but at the same time um you know somebody is making a compromise and in order to make the compromise they're putting another layer of acting where they pretend that they don't care about the relationship which lands up translating into not caring about the other person and that in turn just frustrates the other person and that translates into dislike and eventually the the relationship kind of ends uh, at no point and i feel that that's very natural and that's something which happens in real life as well when uh, somebody doesn't really like you or for instance when somebody knows that staying with you won't be possible they'll try to create that dislike in the relationship and like let it you know let it not work out very organically so that was one plot that i uh, found was very accurate and very close to life it it sucks that you know to know that both the actors are actually straight in real life uh, because their chemistry was so good yeah uh, you know i think both of them have uh, both the guys have done a brilliant brilliant job with the roles that 
were given to them and i just wish that you know some day somehow we get to see some you know these kind of stories in india as well absolutely you know, this kind absolutely. of so just just to brush up on the two characters that we have been talking about one is birdie and one is jihan one thing that really uh, stood out to me was so birdie was supposed to be this wacky uh, very adventurous very rebellious uh, person whereas jihan mm-hmm. was supposed to be somebody who is very law abiding and who is very you know uh, who is respectful of all the rules and stuff like that but yeah. then all of that rebelliousness of birdie comes to a limit and that limit is coming out he mm-hmm. can do all sorts of he can take all sorts of risks like there is one scene where bullies are chasing him and he literally just yeah. jumps from the balcony of the building uh, yeah. very weird scene very weird scene but uh, he is that daring of a person ki he will just jump from the second floor of a building without thinking twice uh, and then the same person he doesn't have uh, the courage out. to come out uh, in yeah. fact uh, there is this really beautiful scene uh, at jihan's house uh, where uh, birdy has come to jihan's house and he is telling uh, jihan's parents that uh, jihan should give him some distance and uh, they yeah. cannot continue this friendship any longer or uh, i'm paraphrasing basically uh, yeah. and in that moment there comes this very intense point where Jihan is about to come out to his family. The thing that I loved the most about that scene was uh, the parents uh, in that scene. You can tell that the parents actually already knew. They were maybe just expecting him to say that, but then uh, Birdie interrupts him and doesn't let him complete his sentence. So uh, yeah. he is so scared of his sexuality or his orientation that not just he himself is not coming out but he's also stopping the person he loves from doing that yeah. that was again uh, very heartbreaking but also at the same time that's how complex queer people are like that's how complex yeah. our yeah. lives yeah. Have become once we start realizing our sexuality yeah. and i feel that uh, the film kind of establishes this particular fear as well and gives a justification in the form of uh, small scenes where uh, people who who are out and who identify as queer are getting extremely bullied yes. so i remember there was a character at school uh, who identified as uh, you know homosexual and was beaten up was bullied was uh, you know like really uh, i don't know abused in a in a lot of ways yeah. and then uh, we see this um, like when when they go to the capital uh, to actually pay tribute to you know a leader who has died uh, we we see how police comes and uh, you know arrest a, a a protester who's actually talking about uh, uh, same sex relationships and uh, equal rights for everyone uh, and you know i i read it on uh, i i read it somewhere that um, that person is a very important queer personality in taiwanese society and he actually it was his efforts because of which a lot of uh, queer related reforms came in the society uh, but both these characters were uh, constantly exposed to what happens to you when you are actually out there and yeah. out and proud about your own sexuality or gender identity or orientation and that was something that uh, you know they were extremely scared of and never really wanted that to happen to themselves 
or be identified with that um so i i think that was established really well for us but um, i think the most difficult part which any writer or filmmaker faces is to actually establish uh, you know very intricate uh, delicate uh, details about a relationship or how firstly a relationship actually gets established you know blossoms and you know the various complication which comes uh in a relationship uh most films that i've seen especially in india are very black and white yeah. so for instance if two people are in love everything is hunky dory and you know there is music and all of that we hardly see how you know a relationship actually gradually grows and that's why it's very difficult for us to relate to do- to those narratives but here in this film we see you know the, the whole eventual um uh you know evolution of that relationship and how it happens step by step which for me was very beautifully written um because also uh, you know one thing which happens is that you need to be very careful about the age of the characters yeah so these characters after all were school going boys uh, so how would they actually you know ex- you know understand their emotions for each other and kind of uh, enjoy the moment which actually brings me to this very special character of a pastor in yeah. in the story um who keeps you know uh, telling kids to, who keeps asking kids to stay in the moment stay in the moment enjoy the moment and that's exactly what these two boys did you know they 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 thought that okay you know we don't know who we are we don't know we cannot make any sense out of our identities but what we really want to do is we want to stay in the moment and we enjoy each other uh we enjoy the company of each other and that's something that we want to cherish so i think that's what they did and that was such an important message to anybody in the queer community because you're constantly worried about things like our future Absolutely. things like accepting from the society things like uh you know why can't i have a normal life and what if somebody cheats on me you know at the end of the day i'm alone but all you really need to do is just stay in the moment and enjoy what you have and that was amazingly told in this film absolutely yeah. absolutely i totally agree so the topic that you also mentioned now about uh, how the character who was out and about was getting bullied by other people it got me thinking about how does homophobia originate you know uh, among such young kids i mean yeah they don't know what love is but at the same time they do know what hate is because they are clearly hating on this person uh because yeah. it was really scary to watch that because again going back to my school days i remember uh, one of the senior kids from my school uh, who was very uh, effeminate and uh, he used to get bullied mercilessly and when i started realizing that i might be like this kid it was really terrifying for me so much so that i started making changes in the way i behave uh, i joined a sports club i uh, started changing my voice while talking uh, to an extent where my voice kind of got destroyed because of that because i had like a very sweet thin voice and now that i think about all those things 
who was that for and when i was watching this movie i was constantly thinking about those incidents uh, who taught those kids you know who taught those kids to behave that way nobody teaches it at your home if you see a person who is different from you then you should you know uh, for example in this movie there is a scene where they literally just hold him and uh, they are trying to burn his penis with a lighter that's yeah. so brutal that is so brutal yeah. that is so cruel yeah. who teaches people yeah. to do something like that right if loving is something you are figuring out but then yeah. hate is still there and that was really uh, you know striking for me i was uh, i was kind of disturbed while watching all of that because i was getting flashbacks from my childhood and the experiences that maybe uh, somebody from my school was having but maybe i did not stand up at that time so that's also something i was thinking about yeah a bit yeah. more reflective yeah. kind of a situation with this movie yeah another very common point which i relate uh, you know which i found very relatable was how when you know anything gets too complicated in our personal life we just say that okay you know what i don't want to focus on this right now i want to focus on things like my career mm. and my education yeah. and that's one excuse both the characters you know take and say that oh you know what we want to focus on our career and exams and all of that right now and we don't yeah. want to waste our time thinking about this really complicated thing which is you know happening in our hearts and in our, it's really uh, f in our minds uh, right now so that's something which we see in india as well um what what are your opinions about the role of women in the film so there was uh, this one character uh, who uh you know is shown as birdie's girlfriend during yeah. school time yes and eventually i think they land up getting married to each other yeah yeah uh, which doesn't work out and you know they uh, they get a divorce later um but w- what do you think what are your opinions about this particular female character so from the perspective of the narrative of the film i think it was very important because a lot of times people other than queer people who don't know the queer experiences uh, a lot of them feel uh, queer people can't be romantic towards the other gender which is like a very big misconception a gay person can very well be in a romantic non sexual relationship with a woman that's very yeah. common also actually a lot of times when uh, growing up when we first start exploring uh, relationships and all a lot of gay people get into uh, heterosexual uh, heteronormative relationships so yeah. uh, but then confusing that with sexuality is also something which very commonly happens and i think the sh- movie shows that really well just because birdie was uh, quote unquote dating this girl didn't really mean mm. uh, it changed his sexuality his his sexuality yeah. was still he was still gay yeah. i think from that point of view the female characters played a very important role in conveying that message um and yeah, yeah. at the end uh, like you said uh, the marriage doesn't work out because 
uh, no matter how much you run away from the truth you can't change this about yourself um and uh, again i think that point was also something very important that uh maybe people who are still very closeted maybe while watching this movie they could realize that uh in fact uh, i don't know if you remember i had told you about this story that i read when i was a teenager which i tried so looking for this story uh, years later a lot on the internet but i still can't find it but long long time back when i was a teenager i read a story about a middle-aged gay man living in india who was yeah. a married gay man yeah. and he had written about his experiences from childhood till the current times and he yeah. has described how he actually came out to his wife and that made his life even more miserable and uh, yeah. all those complexities of that relationship and that's what when i read that uh, that gave me a pause and i was like i don't want my life to be like this which is when i started making an effort towards uh, accepting myself i think to a lot mm-hmm. of people closeted people who are watching this movie maybe this could be their moment when they see this marriage doesn't work out not working out in the end that's going to be a turning point for some of the people maybe watching this movie so adi uh, i think this question is useless at this point but <laughs> would you give this movie a booty or a binge i would give this movie a binge for sure and i would want everyone to go and watch it um i started watching it very casually because i was getting bored and i wanted to watch some queer content on netflix um but i really got involved with the film and uh, uh one thing which really really kind of hit me was the was was the end of the film where uh, both of these guys are just reflecting back upon their uh you know past days and uh, that just made me realize that hey you know what i'm there will be a moment when i will think about my moments with my friends and all the happy yeah, your moments your first boyfriend from I your would... undergrad <laughs> no, no, no honestly honestly i i realized that more than relationships one thing that i will be looking back at would be uh, happiest moments with my friends you know and like yeah, all yeah. the fun things that we did when we were younger uh, yeah so and that made me sob so much i was crying so so yes i would give this movie a binge and uh, i would want everyone to just go and watch it whatever you do know same here same here i also think this movie is a massive massive binge talk about quality of content i mean this is the a plus category of content that you can find on netflix in terms of queer content so don't waste any time uh, this is the movie you are going to watch this weekend so yeah, <laughs> yeah. thank us later yeah. <laughs> All right with that we have come to the end of our episode if you like what we talked about uh do follow our uh, podcast on Spotify or any other platform where you like listening to your podcast um we are also there on social media so do follow us we are available on Instagram by the same name booty and binge so do follow us there as well um and uh, stay tuned to what we are up to till then goodbye